really a hot girl. So. Yeah, really a hot girl. <laughs> a lot of people disagree. A hundred percent. I know. But that's why people don't recognize me. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You have selfish, ignorant citizens. You're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Hey guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Steven Smith. I'm back again. Um, it's been a while, but we're back. It's New Year 2023. Probably won't be new when you hear this, but um, yeah. So we're in studio with like one of my favorite persons, Miss um, Nikira Nichols, who is the previous National Carnival Queen. Um, she's also the, the, the current Miss Raining, uh, Miss JC's, um, and she is just spectacularly awesome. So Nikira, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. <laughs> first episode, first episode, first episode. Nikira is gonna be talking to us today about what got her into pageantry, a little bit, a lot of the journey to pageantry and what she was able to accomplish as uh, queen. Jesus, it's just, I'm looking at her and she's not wearing any queen things. She's just <laughs> in a regular pants and a regular breaker shirt. Let's just make Thank this Thank you happen. so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nikira, we're gonna jump straight into this. We're gonna do a fact of fiction because Nikira hates fact of fiction. I hate it so um, bad. And this one is actually... Why we didn't change it for the new year? No, we're gonna I think do... that would be so good uh, in no. terms of like... Yeah, but... Oh my gosh. Yeah, but not this episode. We're gonna change this it next very... episode. Next episode? Yeah, next episode, definitely. Oh, this, this is so <laughs> intimidating. It probably is. Um, but we're gonna do it anyway. So fact of fiction, I'm going to give you five statements. You tell me if you think they're true or if they're false. I'm going to have a feeling Nakira going to win this one, even though I have a feeling Nakira has no idea about what these things are. I have a feeling I have no idea either because I'm like, if there's anything about pageantry, I probably don't know. And I didn't choose to go that route. Okay. What, I choose, what I chose to go is the monarch route. So we're going to have some stuff about the English monarchy. Don't know if you don't watch The Crown. Probably not. That's fine. We're going to learn something today. All right, so let's go. Number one, the royal family is allowed to sign autographs a maximum of 24 times per year, which explains why a royal's autograph is so real. Again, the royal family is allowed to sign autographs a maximum of 24 times per year, which explains why a royal's photograph is so real. True or false? Okay, you cannot false. read. It's actually false. The royal family actually isn't allowed to sign I, any I had a feeling. I was like, they probably can't all. sign nothing. They can't sign nothing because people could use their signature. All right, so number two. Monarchs have two birthdays. Monarchs have two birthdays. True or false? Monarchs? Monarchs. Like reigning monarch would be the queen, the king. Two birthdays? Two birthdays. True or false? Why does that sound just ridiculous? Mm. Let me say true. It's 100% true. Um, the reason for the second birthday has to do with the weather. Um, some The monarchs that we've had recently, they've had um, birthdays on the, in the colder months. And in order for them to be able to celebrate in the trooping of color in June, they, they declare a second birthday in June. It's very strange, but that's what it is. <laughs> Number three. All right. 
The queen created a breed of dog called doggies. The queen created a breed of dog called doggies. True or false? Doggies? Doggies. As in I-E-S? As in D-O-R-G-I-S. <laughs> true or false? <laughs> false. It's actually true. Um, the queen famously loved corgis. And when one of hers mated with a dachshund, she created the new mixed breed doggy species of dog. So, so it's she, actually a thing. It's actually a thing, yeah. You mix a, a corgi with a dachshund and you create a doggy. Very strange. All right. So, Nikki, you're doing pretty good. You're two of three. All right. So, let's go. Number four. As a tradition, the British monarchy vote at Buckingham Palace three days before the public does. As a tradition, the British monarchy vote at Buckingham Palace three days before the public does. True or false? True. It's false. The British monarchy cannot vote at, at all. all. Because they can't have any preferences. They can't run for elections. They can't oh, be ahead of state Done, because it's they, they can't do it. They can't do it. All right. So that number five, number five, oh, <laughs> <laughs> number five, oh shit, um, Burberry, Cadbury, Jaguar cars, Land Rover, and Samsung are allowed to use the Royal coat of arms on their products. Burberry, Cadbury, Jaguar cars, Land Rover, and Samsung are allowed to use the royal coat of arms on their products. True or false? Think about it. True. It's 100% true. The royal warrant is issued to those regularly, those who regular, regularly supply the monarch with goods and services. The warrant is a great honor and a boost for sales. They're actually allowed to do it. Wow. That was a guess or that was because... I was just thinking about Cadbury. the logos. The logos? I, I don't know why my mind went to like all of them logos. And I was just looking at like the logos come up, come up and come across. Anyway, Nikira, <laughs> you have won the game. Three or five is a win. Actually, Congratulations. I don't, I don't have to leave. I could sleep good tonight. You probably, you probably should. We don't say Miss Saint Kitts, but it's the, the Saint Kitts Nevis National Queen. Carnival. Carnival Queen, right? That's a long... I am not going to say that again in the show ever. <laughs> Miss St. Kitts, 100%. I mean, St. Kitts Nevis. But... Miss St. Kitts Nevis. <laughs> you, you, do you... Dubai, I have questions. Um, I have questions. I feel like I should farm my questions, but since we're here. Like, do you feel like... The Saint, like, they call it Miss St. Kitts Nevis, because we don't call it Miss St. Kitts, right? Mm -hmm. Um, do you think calling it Sinkis Nevis is appropriate given the level of input from Nevis? It's a very controversial tricky, yeah, question. Tricky question. <laughs> what I would say, if we are going to maintain calling it Miss Sinkis and Nevis, we should always have a representative entering the show from Nevis. In your year, you did have. We did have a representative. Last year, did we have one in 2022? We didn't have one from the last one. Yeah. So I think if we want to maintain St. Kitts Nevis, we should always have at least one representative from Nevis. But then is it, is it I, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, like back in the day, what, what, weren't there like six contestants? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it just depends on the committee and how many girls maybe interested or interested qualified qualify qualification though, um know. i'm sure they have their own criteria criteria in terms of picking the girls i mm -hmm. mean you apply and there is a form but in terms of exactly mm -hmm. what they look for is not really like known to those to who are, are playing oh, wow. and as you could see you know the quality of girls usually vary from year to year, mm -hmm. depending on, you know, the selection or those who are playing. Okay, so this there's a lot of meat that, that I want to get down into in this show, but I think we should probably start at, at maybe maybe a, a little bit of a more foundation level. Like, when did you know that, hey, you know, I want to go into this competition and and actually, you know, sacrifice a whole year. Sorry, I'm saying it wrong. When did you know, <laughs> when did you know that you wanted to go um, to, to be, you know, part of this competition? As in, dreamed about dreamed it? Dreamed about oh. it, yeah, yeah. Let's start I from the I think probably since I was like eight. Eight years old? What the heck could inspire you to want to do this at eight years old? So, at the point in time, uh -huh. I had a dance tutor. Her name was Jeanette Hanley. She's also a past Miss St. Boom. And I thought she was like absolutely amazing. She's still very so, beautiful. Well, <laughs> she was my tutor. Mm -hmm. um, probably one of, yeah, one of my first dance tutors. And actually, my chaperone was also one of my dance tutors. Wow. So while Jeanette mm -hmm. was my dance tutor, she entered Miss St. Kitts. So imagine being like this little kid. Correct. And you dance tutor into me saying kids you went to the show and she win Boom. and you know you're like oh my dance teacher where my dance teacher is me saying kids and you know for that long time i think i always liked modeling and being a dancer mm -hmm. i do like performing mm -hmm. and i think i just looked at it as a performance oh you see okay i saw it as a performance mm -hmm. from modeling mm -hmm. and the dance aspect after entering talented teen mm -hmm. and not winning talented teen because one of the major drawbacks from for talented teen for me was my lack of preparation for the interview segment which mm -hmm. i was not very successful in, in? Uh -huh. not necessarily because i didn't win the segment i just didn't what would I say? You weren't prepared adequately? Prepared adequately, so I didn't give 110%. And, and it's not, when it comes to interview, we often think like, oh, the people's stupid or what's, you know, when somebody can't like answer the question. But if I'm talking to you like in a regular conversation, I'd be like, oh, how you're able to like balance being in school and you doing all these extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. If a friend asks you that or a family member, you'll be like, you know, you'll be able to answer the question so Correct. easy. But when you're on stage, it's just like you're trying to form the sentences. <laughs> because there's a lot answer. of pressure. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to answer properly. You're trying to answer in complete sentences. Correct. <laughs> Thinking about grammar and then, you know, still trying to calibrate like all these thoughts and dealing with like the audience and you know it's it's just a tough it's, position it's hard, yeah. to be in so after talented teen mm -hmm. i said i don't think i would enter any more show 
because because of that segment and that just was, just know, not just it wasn't about the show it was about the interview segment wow. and and that I was like the trauma for you that, that was like the trauma for me shabby. and from I feel that experience really shattered me self-confidence for oh, a snap. very, very long time. I remember after losing that show, I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to do anything else. It was just like, I also felt like, um, it was like a macro like, of my intelligence. Like, how could you not answer like this simple question that they asked you? Mm -hmm. And it's not like I didn't know the answer. It was just like, you know... But I meshed it with my intelligence yeah, for a very, very long time. And I think that's, that's, that's really um, concerning eh? because, as you said, when you're on stage and you have to, like, there's so much writing on this answer. It's not like, me and you just here chilling and like, yeah, yeah my man, like, a Netflix show, you know, you know it's not <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like, all of these people are watching you. You know you're being judged. It's yeah. not even a case of like, yeah, just answer truthfully. It's okay. It's not consequential. This is consequential. You're being yeah. judged for points and it's a competition. And public speaking, I don't think people... It's, 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 it's hard. Tough. What? It's tough. If you don't... And some people do have the natural... Knack like, for it. Knack for it and the talent for it. Like they don't mind um, being eloquent or they have the natural gift of being eloquent in front of an audience. But most people don't have that in fact public speaking terrifies the heck out of 90 percent of us right yep so it's like but again what you're saying is so troubling because you didn't do good in one part of this competition yeah and this literally kind of scared you and you, you kind of amalgamated to okay this is a this is this is like the the potency of my my intelligence this is my intelligence yes showing that I have a lack thereof yes. because I didn't do good in this one segment. Yes, and then it was like, crazy. no, the public think that I'm stupid. Well, in my in mind. In your mind, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how I'm feeling, like, the yeah. public think I'm stu stupid because I wasn't able to answer the question. And then you actually have to deal with the public saying, oh, you could have win that show, you know? Yeah. If you only answer the question, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You know? So, and then you have to hear that, like, regularly. all the time. Regularly. I mean, like, even leading up to me saying kids, people would still talk about it. Awesome. Like, who into pageant should be like, oh, that show was supposed to... And, I mean, apart from that, uh -huh. I also entered the show with my first, first cousin. <laughs> Who was the one who won? The person who won. And of course, I was happy for her. The problem when it comes to the show, if I did everything that I was supposed to do, mm -hmm. you know, I answered the question, and she just was by far better than me. And, you, you know, felt better about I would have felt better about it because I know I did everything that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I answered the question. My chaperone might debate me on this, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have been a little bit better. Yeah, you would have been more Yes, peace. yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have been as scared, and mm. I don't think it would have, would have had such a negative impact on me. But then is it, is it that at that point, would some of the responsibility lie on the people who were preparing you for that show? Absolutely. I feel like... Uh, most of the preparation, I did have a interview coach. Mm -hmm. Oh no! But uh, <laughs> this show needs to stop being <laughs> televised. 
Carry on. At that point in time, I felt like most of the preparation was left up to either one of my closest friends, mm -hmm. which was Leanne at the point in time, and kind of like my mother. Mm. So those were really the ones who was kind of like prepared. I mean, and they don't really have any experience. Of course, in with pageantry, pageantry like or communication even preparing, yeah. you know, somebody but, for like mm -hmm. an interview segment. They're just being loved ones and trying to assist in the best way that they can. And that's what it was. You know, it's funny. I think, I think one of my, well, I mean, I've dated a, a previous queen before. Um, and I think one of my misconceptions, especially when it comes to this starter show, is that it's like a pony show. Like, that's what I used to, like, <laughs> think in my mind. Like, for most of my life, I'll be honest, that... Most people. That most pageants are just, like, pony shows. They're just... Because on the outside looking in, you just see the modeling... Yeah, and pretty girls. The pretty girls, swimsuit, you're naked sometimes on the show <laughs> in, you know, you know, swimsuit... Um, you know, you just see that part, correct, correct. but you don't see the preparation no. leading up, which is what really builds you is a serious personal development. And I remember and when just before, I mean, I would have like a few breakdowns, like, mm -hmm. you know, throughout the journey leading up to me saying it. And one my close friends, she wrote me a letter and the same friend who was writing, um, who was helping me mm -hmm. before Tante Teen, she actually wrote me a letter for like each segment, you know, basically saying like, oh, you're going to be fine. What's not, what's not. Mm -hmm. But she wrote me a letter leading up, basically saying like, you know, no, I have basically, I will be prepared. I would have like one of the best chaperones in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she know how the interview segment affected me, mm -hmm. but this time around, it will be so much more different. I'm in such a different place. It was really 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was unfair to me back then because the interview segment was really left up to, to chance, me, yeah. her, and us just practicing on Greenland Splash. It wasn't no like real, real interview preparation. Correct, correct. So... So it was dealing with that and, you know, it was, and going to therapy because I know that traumatic experience and it might not have been traumatic for somebody else because, you know, everybody deal with things differently, differently. but yeah. I know yeah. I needed it to cope throughout this journey. Correct. So, so, so it was, I mean, we're going to get, we're going to get to the journey and, and, and I really want to, that can probably be the most of what this is, <laughs> um, but are you saying that you did therapy throughout? Yeah, from the time I moved back home mm -hmm. and I knew that I applied and I wanted to enter and this is something that, you know, mm -hmm. going to be happening. Even before I got, you the, know, the, the confirmation, confirmation <clears throat> I started. And for months, the thoughts came of backing out. I mean, like, even leading up to the show when we were already confirmed, when we did, uh, we interviewed, we first revealed, mm -hmm. like, you between were... me, my chaperone, and me, the therapist at the time. Well, I still doing therapy. Mm -hmm. But there were still talks about, like, my chaperone wasn't sure if I would be able to heal mm -hmm. 
at the same time with going through the show. Correct. So if, if you would be able to execute, yeah, because the, the the interview is a visual part, which of, was, I mean, she creative. wasn't doubting me ability with like other segments mm -hmm. but that segment specifically i'm sure i don't know how she would express uh what her feelings would be like in terms of dealing with me mm -hmm. and the interview segment but i'm i can't imagine she would say it would be it, it was, was fun it was it was a good time <laughs> yeah it was a good time i'm sure it was like you know a bit i wouldn't be surprised if she said i was probably one of her most challenging wow. clients Wow, wow, and, <laughs> and the last client, right? I think is it. I, I was her last client. Yeah. Okay, so beyond the trauma, when when is it that you said, okay, um, I'm gonna do this? Like 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 traumas with me, yeah. Um, so we would always play, you know, like now and then we post mm -hmm. pictures on Instagram and past queens like Ian Tavian, uh -huh. and when I went in for talented teen. Yeah, and Tavian was entering Miss Saint Kitts. Wow, the same year. So Nikita, I'm so much older than you. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> so and the same person was basically assisting us with with talent. So we kind of like went through it when when it was time for me to practice. She was just finishing hers, mm -hmm. or like vice versa. Mm -hmm. So it would be like some such. They would make jokes in the comments like oh miss think it's this or they will come she would they would yeah. be like banter and sometimes like in me under me pictures mm -hmm. and i you know i thought about it mm -hmm. and you know if oh, maybe i maybe i could do this and after you know being in university i think it's just being away from saying case it was like i was like totally different like public speaking was like nothing like, I used to shine, Stephen. Like, what? when it comes, I mean, I have a minor in communication studies also. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to like public speaking, any presentation, when it comes to any of my finance class, like, I was just, you know, like on top of it. And I, I was just a natural. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But still, I had that fear. I was like, why? I don't know if I could do this thing. It's growing again. Because our crowd is 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 hostile, yeah, I man. Like, I don't know if I could do this again. And then when I contacted my chaperone, I said, you know, I'm really thinking about doing it, but mm -hmm. I know my weakest point will be interview. Like I was like upfront, mm -hmm. like I know I didn't even need her to say like yeah, you know, we're going to have, I know probably for her, like she just focus on interview, mm -hmm. but I know from the get go, I was like, interview is going to be like my weakest part because I know the trauma, you know, or the impact that the talented teen interview had on you, had yeah. on me. So she knew that like from the, from day one, from day one. <laughs> but she was, would, wouldn't she have been aware of the talented teen like outcome before? Like. She would have been aware of the outcome, but she wouldn't have been aware of the, the, effect, the effect on you. The effect on oh, me. It's only sure. after like dealing with me. Mm -hmm. She realized. She realized like yeah. how 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 bad it was. Yeah, it's like touching fire, you know. Like yeah. I got burned one time. Okay, let me not just. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was. So even though even though you had like um you had developed sort of a public speaking sort of charisma to you. It was just like another thing. No, it was like okay, now I'm back. Have mm -hmm. a bachelor's in finance. 
masters in financial risk management and these double mining economics and communication said okay people gonna be like oh this girl must be smart next thing i make a blender on stage again how she have all these things and she can't answer a simple question that's that is what is going through my mind especially having you know my platform being mm -hmm. pushing Finan financial yeah. literacy that's a, a for a long time, just like, suppose I can't answer like a simple, a simple question. question. Yo, it's really, again, it's not, it's not evil feel. Like, I think, I think in, 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 in other places, like I've seen crowds who were like supportive, like people mm -hmm. would mess up and they'd be like, you could do it, honey, go ahead. You know what I mean? In saying it's just like, <laughs> bye. Yeah. It's like, we are like hostile, really, critical. really nervous. And I think maybe it's because I've always tried to like summarize why we are the way we are. And it might have a, a, t a tad bit to do with the fact that our community is so small. Like, we are literally two degrees of separation from everybody on this, this whole, in this whole place. I know somebody who knows you. Yeah. Like, th that's not even a question mark. Like, I know somebody who knows you. And you know, you know, being Nikira Nichols, <laughs> you know, you would know probably the same person. You know what I'm saying? So everybody feels like this, this sort of comfort that, yeah, man, Nakira, we're going to do okay. Nah, man, Nakira, let me down. We'll we take it personally. Like, yeah. Like, you're up there embarrassing us. Yeah, and then, you know, you're back now. Some people, like, totally forget, forget that I went in for talented Some people wasn't even aware. Because some people was like, you going in for a show? Even, like, going to my mother was like, Nakira, we're in for a show? Yeah. She ain't look like a, a, a show girl. And I mean, I mean... I mean, I mean <laughs> see me on the road, I, I can, you know, be upset with them for not thinking see, that I'm a... That would be something yeah, you'd want to do, yeah. Because I'm really... If you see me, you might think more tomboyish, unless you know that I'm into dancing. Mm -hmm. If you don't know that other part of me, you wouldn't... It could be, it could be a dancer and tomboyish, I mean... You, but you know, you know, know how people are. You know, tomboyish girls in a dance. I mean, that's not even that's not even a far-fetched thing. Those two things usually maybe even coincide with one another. But in terms of contemporary dancing, they probably would just wouldn't put the two together. I wouldn't mess with a contemporary dance. And again, this is because I know, you, you just what, know it what it takes to do <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I'm not messing. I'm not messing. I could call names of women I will not mess with. Like... I'm not gonna disrespect you. <laughs> I'm not gonna make jokes that are a little too serious. I'm just gonna just back away from these feet that could probably lift two tons. I'm just yeah. gonna back away slowly. Um, okay, so you decided that you're gonna go into the show. Like, how was the the prepare? I mean, when did you decide? Because I think I'm, I'm, I might be wrong. Correct me. Like, COVID probably had something to do. Yeah. So when I decided would have been my last chance. To enter. So I would have been 25. The cap is usually 25. Mm -hmm. And that would have been in what, 2020 or? It would have been yeah, in... it would have been 2020. Correct. Because you won in 2021. Yeah. yeah I'm so, making sure, yes. I'm making sure yes. that these It would have been 2020. Up. So I would have entered 2020. Mm -hmm. But because of COVID, they didn't have any show. So it was like they extending the years. So I was like, hmm. For, because of COVID, so uh -huh. I was like, okay, maybe. Is is it, it was it a good thing that they extended it? Is it that more time to prepare? Is it? I mean, 
at that point in time, after the year had passed, I was like, okay, my chance is gone. I completely put my sink it out of my head. Wow. Until I see that they extended it. I mean, shopping was like, oh, they extended the year. Like, are you still interested? Do you mm-hmm. still want? And this is, I am in quarantine at that point in time. Getting fat. <laughs> 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 That's the most I ever went in my Ooh. entire life. Ooh. Imagine coming back <laughs> home from a very long time. <laughs> so my mother is giving me everything. everything to eat. Oh, you didn't eat this when you were gone? Yes, yeah, so I'm getting pizza, all the raspberry I want, <laughs> uh, like everything, the patty, ev- <laughs> name it. I was getting everything for that two weeks in, in quarantine. And then here it is, I get this message. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is the most weight I've ever weighed in my in entire life. life. I was like, I think 160. 160? That's the most weight I've ever weighed. That's like, I'm sorry to say, like, as, as a guy. I mean, y'all naturally, you get muscles and stuff ah, like that. That's okay. If so, only I could wear 160. It was awesome. crazy. <laughs> But one sixty. Like, but what were you like when you when you left when you left New York? Like what what were you then? Like were I you never used to check my weight. I don't know. I was just, just living. <laughs> I, I I you know just to stick a point in here. Um, I remember talking to to my friend Nick the other day, and he made a point about metabolism because a lot of things. A lot of times we say like, oh, you know, as as we get older, our metabolism slows down and slows mm-hmm. down and so. And that's not like a hundred percent all that goes into why we get fat when we get older. No, we're not as active as not even close. Yeah. Like when you were in high school, you like, were walking up and down everywhere. Yeah. Every day is a marathon, right? Yeah, it's like soon as school, oh, you want you you turn walk a leg. Poop, 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 you ain't poop. even ready to go home. Exactly. <laughs> you pee tools them. Yeah, using up all of that energy. Yeah, your mother come for you. Be like, no, I go walk with I my friends. Walk with <laughs> my friends. Don't even come tell me nothing, mom. I'll be fine. And we walk. Yeah. But the problem is, is that when we get older, we get more resources, we get vehicles, we get friends who got vehicles. So yep. if we need to go somewhere, it's like, pick me up and drop me off, pick me up and drop me off. It's like, you would not even consider walking from Frigate Better Town. Like, there's nowhere that that's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody has to come pick you up or you're going to catch a taxi or yep. some Uber because they got a hundred of them now. And just not walk. Yeah. So we weigh less physical. So it's like, I could only understand like coming down to sink it's, it's like the exercise shock. Because when I went to New York, I don't know, I guess this is the experience. You grab a subway and you walk. You grab a subway, you walk. You grab a subway, you walk, you walk, you walk. I walk like <laughs> 18 blocks. It was like nothing. I mean, like, uh, at that the- point, I used to walk like 10, 11 to go to the supermarket. Exactly, like it's like a block is is a lot. Like it's not a block like, is a lot. <laughs> freaking lot. Like, that's like, like two hundred meters. Like it's like what am I it's, walking? Is a lot for real. Four miles to it's get like to this street, gap store. Like half a foot street. Yeah. Yes, I'm. That's it's like man, and the the thing is sometimes the blocks are bigger. Like if you get yep. into Manhattan and so yep. you're on forty foot. Like it's just like. Yes, God man. damn, I've been walking forever. Yeah, and I've walked to like 23rd to like 42nd. No and it's like freaking where. 
It's just like it's like Miles. nothing. Yeah, because you you gotta do it, you gotta do it. Yeah. And sometimes like you And it becomes a norm. It does, it does. Like while I was there, I remember it just being like, well just those, this is what I gotta do. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna wait, I'm not gonna wait for forty five minutes for this bus to reach yeah. on route. I'm just gonna walk it. Google says it's gonna take thirty minutes. Uh, I'll just take the yeah. thirty minutes, right? But I'm saying like 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 I could only imagine coming down to St. Kitts where you don't really have to walk. Even if you walk, you don't ever really have to walk that far. Yeah. Like, I remember the other day, um, I had a client who was from Germany. And he was staying at the Marriott. And he wanted to go and get a rental. So I said, um, um, okay, sure, I'll pick you up. He said, no, Stephen, I'll, I'll walk. I walk from Marriott. I go, I go into town. I said, no, you're not. What are you... What are you talking about? That's like that's like three miles. Are you crazy? Like, I walk three miles. Like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I walk three miles all the time. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I'll pick you up. It's fine. But it's just it's just to show the culture. Like I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, if, if it's me, I'm not gonna let you walk for three miles in the yeah. hot sun. You eat down there now. You're a puddled mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in any other place, like three miles it's, is it's is really nothing. And again, I could understand the culture shock coming back down here. Your mother ain't gonna let you walk no way either. She be like. Yeah. yeah, I'll carry you to work. I'll drop you off. I'll pick you up. When you're done, call me. So that was like the beginning. It was therapy and then getting a training. personal trainer. And there's a difference in going to the gym where there's a trainer attached uh-huh. to the gym that helps everybody uh-huh. versus to having a personal trainer, trainer that correct. shows up just for you mm-hmm. and don't have like six, eight, ten other people helping they're just helping maybe like one, maybe one yeah. other person, two other persons. Like max. the client base. So they're, they're only yes. dealing, they're basically dealing with clients. And I think we often don't play personal trainers, mm. but it's a real job. It is change. <laughs> Nikira, what do you mean by change? I, it I've, is. I've taken it. I, I went the money route immediately. Like I was like, oh, personal trainer, that's change. First of all, yeah, it it's expensive. It's pretty expensive. So that was like the first thing. So but like my gym, like when my gym, my gym membership is what like ninety five bucks a month, right? Mine is, is not nice. So mine <laughs> is like. Roughly 160 being attached to my personal trainer. Okay, so, so that's mm-hmm. 160 with a discount. Oh, wow. And yes. that's per month, like per month. Yo, I've heard more expensive ones actually. Um, like I know of a friend who, who has a personal trainer and it's $350 a month. No, so that's for the gym, that's not with the personal <laughs> trainer. <laughs> So when I first saw, <laughs> the Let's fees for the trainer now uh-huh. can range between 50 to mm-hmm. 150. And that's per session? Per session. Jesus freak. <laughs> wow. So wow. you can do the calculations. Like what, I that's, did, that's what, twice a week, three times a week? I did three days a week. Three days a week. Three days a week wow. for a year. That's 600 bucks on top of... On top of the gym membership? On top of the gym membership. My Christ. I need to get into this personal training. I need to get my muscles. Once I get my muscles, get into this training. But. Personal trainer. It didn't feel like a burden. It didn't? Yes. I did have to make some sacrifices like with my diet. Uh-huh. 
um, maybe in terms of tailoring certain carbs, mm -hmm. or mostly like processed food, like mm -hmm. cutting cereal, eat real food, Nikira, don't eat cereal, Correct. like sugar cereal. Um, Nikira, you think you're eating healthy with these yogurts, but they're really full of sugar. They're really just full of so, sugar. So going through that alone, like mm -hmm. it was so enlightening because like, oftentimes we think that we're eating healthy we're not, but we're not no. like she'll be like yeah eat, eat the bread food that you want because <laughs> it's much better than eating this cereal full of sugar true or, like, or again a pack of doritos yes so she would go through like all the nutrients have me like take picture like show me what you know mm -hmm. just don't use no sugar cut back on the juices even when it comes to coconut water coconut water shouldn't be sipped on as like as a your, water alternative as, as like a water alternative you can supplement it for like juice mm -hmm. like drink a glass of it but it shouldn't be like drinking it like water but because it carbs we don't think so but coconut water is carbohydrates also but we don't that's something we don't you can't tell people that so uh, <laughs> she really people. really enlightened me because with, we we would go like it's, I it's know, better than juice. Of course, one hundred percent. It's better than but juice, it's but it still could add. And bread. usually, when we think coconut water, we're not drinking a cup. No, like, we're drinking we, a whole. We would drink the whole thing, so yeah. we wouldn't even drink a cup like we're drinking juice. No, we would drink a one point five liter bottle. Yeah, and then we we'll we feel good about ourselves and we like yeah. Yeah, man, but this we is... pretty much just drink juice. Uh, yeah. After we drink the whole thing. Correct, correct. Because we, we need juice with the food. We, we're drinking the coconut water by itself as a, as a, yeah. a, a, a um, an alternative to water. Yes. Like with more electrolytes. So it would just be making sure you eat your greens, um, making sure you eat real food, mm -hmm. not processed food, and cut back on the snacking. If you eat enough food for like breakfast or lunch, you mm -hmm. shouldn't have to snack. But I, the, the thing is, I agree. Um... But I think a lot of the times it's habitual snacking. It, it like, is habitual snacking. Like for I mm -hmm. am a foodie. <laughs> what does that mean that we? I'm a, <laughs> let me not say a food. I'm a food, food addict. A food addict. I'm a food addict, and I think yeah, I do have a, a serious addiction to food. Even when it comes to my sessions, <laughs> it is something I have been trying to work on also. That is that. Why does that sound so like, so so like awful? Because I'm always eating. I don't have, and even if I'm full and I'm hungry, yeah. I'm going to want to eat. If the food, I could not be hungry and eat. And you, I could just eat pizza. And you bring me fish and bread food. I am going to eat it. Oi. So, and I'm always like snacking, like. Like, my hands always have to be going. I mean, I've tried different things. Maybe mm -hmm. um, fidget toys. Some work, some don't. Some works for a time. And it kind of will. Yeah. I mean, if I don't have it, then I replace it with something else. Maybe, like, picking my face. You know, stuff like that. But it's, 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 it's a, a fidget thing. thing yeah. But, like, yeah, I have, like, a serious a food, addiction, food addiction to it. Could, I could wake up 2 o'clock in the morning. If I am hungry, I am going to eat. If I want something to eat, I, no matter the time. I am going to eat. I think I think I've struggled with that like my entire life. Yeah. And my mother would say it's my grandmother's fault because my grandmother is that's how she showed love. She showed love through food. So she My fed mother us. is the same as same exactly. Yeah. It's like they feed us and yeah. they say, This is how you know that I care about you. But yeah. the problem with that is that when you get addicted to eating 
at very irregular times, yeah. it's difficult to cut. Like, in my last relationship, I remember um, we used to have, I think the two of us had that sort of same similar food addiction thing, right? And I remember one time, <laughs> we had just finished eating, right? And she went in the fridge and she grabbed something. She was, just some snack, some, some nonsense, right? I think it was popcorn or something. So I'm like, so I'm like what, what are you doing? Where are you, where are you, where are you? What are you eating? We just, like, we just ate. She's like, man, I just want something in my mouth. I'm like, but we just ate. What, the purpose of eating is to, you know, satiate. Yeah. But it's just like, as you said, it's, it's a situation of I'm eating as an activity versus eating yes. for sustenance. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm eating as, as a decadence. It's part of, like, my decadent lifestyle. Like, I eat because that's just something that I could do. Yeah, I mean, even at work, they often say, like, I don't know how you're not super fat because <laughs> you're you like... always eating. And I think exercising usually helps because, like, if I wasn't exercising, yeah. So during the show, I would, mm-hmm. I mean, she really tried to get me, like, off of, like, popcorn. Mm-hmm. But popcorn did help. Yeah, because a it's, bit. like, a lot of fiber and, and little calories. Yeah. So popcorn did help. Not butter popcorn, but, like, you know, real popcorn you pop in the pot. In the pot, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you, you but did you add salt, not add salt? A little bit of salt. Because, like, you you still need, the body still needs salt. So that's why sometimes you, you, you cramp up and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. of lack of salt. Really? I, I've learned all of this. I have I haven't cramped up in a very long time. My, I, th- I think maybe I have too much too salt. Too much salt? <laughs> Might be a little bit too much, yeah. From, you know, my trainer. Ver- I feel like if I just had a trainer attached to a gym, I would just be going to exercise. They would just of be course, giving me. Of course, of course. But they wouldn't give, be giving me the knowledge to... It's not the guidance. Sustain it. Sustain it. And yeah. she would always say, like, Nikira, I'm here, so when you leave, you could carry on. You, you could still eat healthy. And... She also knew, like, training the weight I was at for mm-hmm. competition. That was competition weight. It wasn't... She didn't have the expectation of me to, like, stay at that I weight. Sustain that, yeah. It's almost like know, a bodybuilder. Yeah, she would be like, yeah. You, would, you could have, like... You, and she wouldn't be like, you know, cut joy. No pizza, no this, no that. She would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, you could still have a pizza on the weekend. A slice or two. Mm-hmm. Not, like, half a box like how I would usually do. You know, we go... So she'll be, yeah. So she'll be like, she wouldn't be like, you know, you can't have this or you can't have that. Mm-hmm. She would just be like, maybe not fried bread food, but maybe like roast bread. Roast bread food. food. I had fried bread food last night. Really. It was lovely. It's beautiful. I, 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 while I was eating it, I wasn't even like, I was just I was so happy. Yeah, that's that's usually me, me <laughs> when I'm eating and I feel sad afterwards. Like, but I really just eat that. I try to fight that. I try to fight the sadness. I try to just. Lean I just into the, the... go sleep on my happy belly and wake up and jump on the scale and be like, boy. Yeah, boy, last night <laughs> maybe should not happen. Uh, yeah, but, but I was happy in the moment. So like, okay, so you had food addiction going through, Still, I mean, it's something yeah. that you're still dealing with and something that i still dealing with. I think I have the same thing. Um, but what, are, what, about the, what about the show would you say was probably the most challenging part? Like especially not the show itself, but the preparation part. Like what was the most challenging for you? Oh, sorry. Let me not say what was the most, what were some of the challenges for you? Food. Um, tailoring my food, not because 
uh, necessarily like the restrictions in terms of cutting processed food, mm-hmm. but my mother also like caters and she cooks like a lot of food oh, and wow. very good food and treats and like cheesecakes and stuff. So it's like having them in the house and like can't eat don't really help. That's I mean, like she would definitely test of this cook the stuff that I'm supposed to be eating, Correct. but I still have those stuff that's there. Correct. Yeah. That I have to like see and pass, by. and that would that wouldn't be a normal situation for everybody. Like most people would not have a mother who, or uh, somebody in the house who is cooking. On oh, a definitely, she level. was like one of the major helps because I would come back from the gym and my breakfast would already be there, like wow. things like that, which is nice. it really really helped mm-hmm. because like I'm waking up for the gym like four four thirty to go to the gym because I work for seven forty five. Yeah, so I have to get it in early. Early, correct. So yeah. So that was like one of your challenges. One mm-hmm. of my biggest challenges. The next one was probably interview preparation. But how often were you training to, to do that, that, that section that segment? Um <laughs> I don't think it, it was just just, you know, here's some questions. It was like a process of So I think um, different people will be different. Uh-huh. So I think I'm not like an English grammar person, naturally. So when it comes to interview, there's a criteria. Uh-huh. You know, you have to, your grammar, your pronunciation, and all those stuff. Uh-huh. Which we speak, they're like, my parents, I didn't grow up with my parents correcting me, saying like, is a... Have has I mean you learn it in school but in speaking you don't in use you know it, right? you, you're you not, don't you're really not actively use you're it, not right? actively using it unless like you're writing mm-hmm. so like you know we say what we want mm-hmm. however we want <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a really really big challenge mm-hmm. but I think my department also helped me a lot well Your department my chief specifically because. I think people who have a knack for language or mm-hmm. speak different languages also very good when it comes to grammar and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they just they, they stick and I to think, the rules. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why Miss mm-hmm. Chaperone might have been good at it because her mom she also teaches another language. Correct. Correct. So naturally, and I'm sure growing up, you'd be like, you know, that your eyes cross your T's kind of Correct. thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that, so I would express that to her. Be like you know for you this it, it's a norm for you but yeah. for me it's like really like a challenge so before we could even begin mm-hmm. she was like i'm putting you in a grammar course and until you finish this grammar course we're not doing anything we're else. not doing anything else she might be she might be right with that and, and i've and always she was absolutely correct i was I, i'm always um a stickler for promoting that like that sort of um I don't want to say it's not intelligent, but that sort of rigorous, thorough teaching it's, of the the grammatical are uh, being grammatically correct when you're when you're talking because it's there's important. something it's important. There's a there's a code switching is 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 a skill, and that's great. Like if if you put me in in the betwixt um a bunch of people from all road, like you're gonna see a different, you're gonna hear a different yes. Stephen, right? And that's fine, but. Being able to speak properly is also very important because a lot of what who are, who we are going to talk to 
is varied and the English language can't be varied. Otherwise, they will not understand what you're saying. It's not that it can't be varied, but you have to be able to be able to pinch and say, okay, this is when I'm going to speak very, I'm going to speak properly here. And unfortunately, sometimes we link intelligence with speech. We do. And, and it's unfunfortunate because yeah. because I know I, I for no there's no there's no part of me that says because I could speak proper English it makes me more intelligent than somebody else it absolutely doesn't. not but, but our, if we hear if we have two different persons from two different backgrounds right now and one could be like super intelligent mm -hmm. and one could just speak well really well yeah but we not gonna, say anything but not say anything we mm. will assume and my shopping would drill that she would let me listen to interviews and be like this person did not even answer the question but they spoke eloquently she spoke so well mm -hmm. that she won the interview correct correct in saying nothing but they did but you see i mean even saying that but the criteria no... also calls for pronunciation and grammar but I mean, a, outside of the the um, answering the question. But I mean, the point the, the point that you just made is is so deep on a social level. What are we really saying? Are we saying that the aesthetic is more important than the substance? Because I I mean, I could speak and say nothing, and I have been in situations where maybe I didn't want to answer a question or the question was inappropriate. But I still I'm because I'm still on a platform. I have to engage, and I would said six sentences and they don't have any weight whatsoever unfortunately that's how our society it's sad it's because really sad even when it comes to dress code mm -hmm. you see somebody dress nice mm -hmm. fine look you know well put together versus somebody else we would assume that this person come from like a certain status they might be in a whole heap of debt but True. just based on how they carry themselves unless they're white unless they're caucasian it's funny yes. because i've been around millionaires who don't dress like that nice they, they, well they don't dress the conventional levels of nice it's of what we have in, in our mind, mind no yeah it's like super sharp pants and like yeah. flip-flops and wearing a, a cap that look beat up and, yeah. and a t-shirt and you know there's something about them that says i am freaking rich yes and i mean i don't even know if it's that they're clean it's just <laughs> i guess I know, how they I know, speak I, yes but it's just it's weird because when when it comes to like minorities and, and i say minorities in the sense of from an american level but when it comes to our our people black people whatever it's just different like we judge each other on a on a yardstick that's absolutely doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense yeah. it's but like you know you're wearing this it, it, it's and, and a lot of the times what happens too is that we get fooled by people wearing nice clothes yeah. who don't have it again don't have any substance yep. it's like i just i'm a i'm a lawyer i'm wearing nice clothes it must mean that i'm smart that doesn't mean Not that you're smart yeah it means that you get you got a degree yeah which means that you learned what they told you to learn but we don't tell children when they learn how to speak English. Yay! We're now going to respect you. That's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, my chief, this is what she told me. She said, when she got her kids, she knew that they were going to learn dialect outside of the home. Mm -hmm. So she made a conscious effort. Inside. Inside to speak properly. Because 
either way they're gonna learn it in the classroom correct. interacting with other people mm -hmm. so they know how to hold switch correct correct because you know? it was an active part of the day but mm -hmm. unfortunately some of us just don't have some of us don't have the parents to code switch yeah. i mean i my parents don't speak bad mm -hmm. but they don't they, they didn't yeah they wouldn't enforce like the grammar proper grammar yeah. or correcting me if i say something like you know no. my, my, my my mother was because and i don't know if it's because she's from the uk mm -hmm. um she was very adamant about us speaking properly indoors like she was the same it's yeah, like which is which is good which but is i good. think it's just yeah and that's why sometimes i don't judge people had mm -hmm. especially like whatever they'd bring to the table because like our upbringing is really really what shaped i mean yes we do have control of where we go forward mm -hmm. if we are aware of it or aware of the lack but growing up we we kind of just play the cards that we're dealt you know True. and Given if i didn't have like somebody like michelle want to be like oh look, no no you're you're really really bad mm -hmm. i would think like i'm fine mm -hmm. you know like all the time i would think like you know i'm really so bad i don't really talk what was it you know like <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> or something like that so you would be like you know i don't really speak bad but i don't i didn't have the ability to really like code, code switch, switch yeah. or to speak to pageantry standards standards yeah. because pageantry the thing is pageantry is not just it's it's not just grammar there is there is a, a rhythm there's a chorus to it yeah. it's like i i i i always criticize it i mean I, I think i did too i did too because i was like i at a point in time i keep telling like i feel like i'm not being myself mm -hmm. like you know kind of like that ring thing yeah and that's why even like in my interviews, maybe that's why people gravitate to me just a little bit because like you wouldn't put like, on the pageant I voice hundred percent. I was just Nikira. <laughs> it would you be hundred percent. I would pageant talk about Nikira. how much I I miss food, uh -huh. you know, and be normal because like we really like we normal people. Correct. So mm -hmm. going back to like the interview preparation. She stressed like making sure that my grandma was really on intact point, and I'm on point, and she wasn't moving forward until like you know that was kind of like dealt with at least some progress. Mm -hmm. So I take it upon myself to be like, you know, I ain't gonna wait on her to like, you know, help me at least get comfortable like talking, <laughs> talking properly, uh -huh. or just like answering questions. Cause in my high, in my head, I'm like I falling behind. Cause we had like a mock session and she bring like two guests, which would have been the past queen uh -huh. and another guy who was part of the team, Kajali. And she asked me a question and Stephen up to know me, open my mouth to say nothing. That was like, it's just like, I couldn't yeah, so formulate like the, like the words just wasn't coming. And these is people, it's not like these is like people I don't know. Yeah, yeah. These is people like I've interacted with before. And it's like nothing was coming. No way. It was like very embarrassing. And after that, I was like, bye. I ain't like, I'm telling you, it had many moments. I was like, I don't know. 
if you could go through with if this? If I could go through with this, just based on the preparation. Well, just based on like me feeling like I was like such, such inadequate, mm. you know? Just from like that standpoint. So I got another friend, Curling. Mm -hmm. So she would just like ask me questions, try to get me comfortable. Just get me comfortable in like speaking. speaking Not yeah. necessarily like pageantry. Pageantry, but just like answering questions. Me and we know each other, but mm -hmm. it's not like we had like a bond to say. So I wasn't like to say like she was a friend in terms of like Correct. like you that would be like you mm. know super comfortable you know some unfamiliarity yeah you know to get me like going also my friend one of my closest friends brother patrick mm -hmm. so you know he's into poetry and of stuff course, like. yeah. and of course i've i, I asked you also <laughs> in terms but it was just getting me comfortable with comfortable speaking, in speaking and, and answering questions, questions. Yeah. like which you is know, basically off, the base level yeah, yeah like just off the fly mm -hmm. um radio interviews things Correct. like that but so then we, maybe we, that's maybe that was a really good strategic way to go about it because i mean the pageantry is one night the, yeah. the, the build up to pageantry is is yeah because you, and you want that fan base and correct when on the night when you have like a crowd it kind of like yeah man it, to it, your yeah. ego correct, in terms correct. of like you'd be like oh yeah people. Support. yeah i mean it could go both ways it could be that added pressure also like boy i can't let them down i can't let it and for a point in time mm -hmm. for a long for the, nearly the whole <laughs> thing i would say but all these people, like, you be, you, people meeting you, you better win. What? You bet, yeah, people be like, you better win because I, I dissed you and I don't tell this that you're going to win. I, you know, like, it's, it was so much added pressure. And then you yeah. have your sponsor and the team or the what? people that just, and I'm familiar with my chaperone or the staff there because that's mm -hmm. where my mom worked. Whoa. Works. So it was like, you know, I know these people, like, I grew up in NCI. Wow. You know, that's the only place I know my mother to work. <laughs> so it's like, I go there for lunch. It's like, I go yeah. there after work. So it's like, they see you grow they up. See they see me. You, yeah. And it's like, yeah, boy. And like, you know, some random people just no, this is sponsor like you. This is like people you associate. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like a little bit intimidating. Mm -hmm. So I got Patrick also to help me. And we would go through interviews mm -hmm. or like, public speaking videos and we would look at um things that they didn't do good things that they did well Correct. things that they critique could improve it, yeah. on critique it critique you critique me um get comfortable um he was really nice mm -hmm. um very gentle <laughs> very <also. gentle. laughs> the thing is right <laughs> I, i'm wondering what do you think do you think when it comes to coaching um that it's better to be harder or it's better to be softer like what what worked for you more i think it's different for everybody mm -hmm. it just depends on your personality just like when you have kids like you could be hard on one kid and that kid be like yeah man you know yeah if or you, you tell this kid oh um you can't you can't get a hundred percent that kid gonna show you yeah, that I could get a hundred percent. You tell another kid that you ain't got a hundred percent. That's self doubt. Yeah, yeah. Man, I feel like I is the other kid. I'm the person that like if you tell me like you could do it, you could I could do it. Be like yeah yeah man like I could kind of start telling myself that because I'm already my hardest. 
the toughest critic. Uh, yeah, I'm really, really hard on myself. So like somebody has been hard on me too. Is like, boy. It's like it's like it's not helping. Yeah, it it is is really really not helping. Mm. My chaperone, I think she did both. Mm, she gave you encouragement and criticism. She it's would be hard and soft. She would tell me what I'm good at, what the advantages, mm -hmm. what the girls are good at, what some may have over me, mm -hmm. what I have to be mindful of what I need to step my game upon, mm -hmm. you know, different things like that. But there were some times where <laughs> she was... <laughs> <laughs> you know, Selena, I was waiting for her, I was just like, let's... And I'll be ahead. like, okay. listen, okay. I will cry, I'll be like, bye. Okay, okay. I think she regret. I used to say, but I think she regret taking you on. Taking me on. I had, I'm telling you, enough times I said, I, she regret taking me on. She probably wish she didn't say yes to oh me. Oh my God. I'm telling you, like, I don't know how many times I've cried and expressed that. I think she think she regret taking me on. <laughs> I, I used to be like, this. she probably saying this is... Awful. Awful. Torture like God. She, she probably might say different, eh? But that's just you how see, I felt. But you know, you know, you know, to be honest, right? Like nobody is going to I, I, I cannot see a chaperone coming out to the public and being completely hundred percent genuine with the experience with a client. Like, because I could imagine there would be times when she if she was honest with any client, not you. I'm not saying it's you. <laughs> I'm not saying it's anybody, mm -hmm. but with any client, I could imagine her saying, if she was honest, many times I just want to tell this girl, just, you know, F off and move, leave me alone, right? Like, because mm -hmm. it gets, it does get stressful because I do think too that chaperones are not immune to what their, their, their client mm -hmm. is going to do. Like, if you go up on stage and you mess up for whatever reason, they will see that as a reflection on them. Like, I mean, they're going to tell you yeah. it's all you. Yeah. But realize that they are associated with you. They are the teacher. They are the coach. Yeah. And coaches are very egotistical. There's no coach that I know that I've ever of known. Of course. Who's like, it's okay if they fail. She would be gentle in that part. She would be like, I know she really wanted to win it. Eh? Nobody. Anybody. Who don't like to win? But she'd be like, I think because she knew that I was so hard on myself, mm -hmm. she would be like, Nikiro, I don't think you have any space to lose. Which is the scary part. And I've also expressed that in my session. I was like, which was one of the reasons of me backing out. Because I was like, everybody was like, I don't know what would happen if I lost. I, I don't know what space I would be in. But then after a while, you know, uh -huh. I was like, if I did everything that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And, and somebody, and best. I did my very best and somebody has just edged me out. No, you wouldn't feel bad. I'll be fine. There's no regret in that. I don't think there's any regret in 
do my best. Me show everyone with the bare mistress be like, she don't think so. She don't think that. She don't think so. She, I don't think she would feel that I would be able to live it down. Yeah. And that, that's why I said she would debate me on that. Because if I'm being honest, I really don't know what space I would be in if I lost. And I think it was really because of talented team. Not because of me saying it's experience, mm. but my loss from talented team. Yeah. I felt like I had to make a comeback. Like, I felt like I had to prove to myself, like, I could do it. I mean, on a, on a, ther on a therapy level, is that healthy? That all or nothing? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... That's where nervous breakdowns <laughs> come from. It, it is, it is, it is not. You should, I mean, somebody always better than you. But I think because of the trauma from talented teen, mm -hmm. and... Mind you, some of the girls are much were much younger than you know. I I twenty six year old, you know, past the you recommended know, age of recommended age, mm -hmm. having all these accolades and then do this and then still not being able to answer a question. Use a joke. Use a fraud. But then, <laughs> but but that's then, what I will be telling myself. You know, you know, you you build up just now, right? <laughs> Had me in a different space. I was I was thinking that what you would have said was, you know, you would be on the older end of the competitors, which means that they probably have an easy time on the physical level to get, you know, to because I mean, well, also on the when you're younger, you don't normally. Mm -hmm. You don't, you wouldn't take it as serious. Yeah, true, and when true, I, true, Because, like, true. 26, you done thinking about, like, all the different responsibilities. Like, you know, after this, I have this to do, mm -hmm. I have that to do. Like, you know, I want to enter this pageant, but, I, you know, I have this platform that I really want to push this platform. For the other girls, it might not have been that serious. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, I'm thinking, like, yeah, I'm into finance. Like, I'm passionate about financial mm -hmm. literacy. This is something I always wanted to do, even without the pageant. This is an opportunity for me to push this because I have this platform. Correct. So I'm thinking like all these other things outside are just like yeah. modeling and stuff on and stage. Nice. And it's looking, not about nice. looking nice. Yeah. For me, it was like past that. It was like, you know, I have this career. I want to stay in finance, like mm -hmm. me pushing financial literacy. All this looks good. I don't know what could come out of it. I don't know what opportunities I could get from it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm thinking about all these other things. And I'm absolutely certain that the other girls weren't. Mm. But then does that create does that create a more kind of sort of a, 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 a hunger then? Because like almost a have to do versus a I'm willing to participate. Yeah, but I personally feel like pageantry shouldn't be just about the beauty. It's supposed mm. to be more than just the beauty because you are given a platform that you could do really a do a lot with and you use to your advantage. It's just unfortunate that many persons don't. But even if you look at Miss Universe and all these international pageants, these girls have a lot going in. These girls then, you know, have bachelors in our masters in Big engineering. Careers, yeah have careers doing a lot giving back yeah, public you know, service mm -hmm. public service like they ain't just like 
They ain't just you know, pretty. Pretty, just come off the street, just finished high school. They've been doing stuff. They've been active. And I honestly feel like that's what pageantry is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's going to really help you to excel, especially when you got off into like other regional pageants. Because mm-hmm. you could do more with your platform or whatever you want to do. And, you know, connections. You just don't know where these words could take you. For me, I was really grateful for all the opportunities that I get. And I think a lot of it had to do with my platform and how I pushed it, which I don't know how I did a win platform because I did mad work. But <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> it's like it's like to be right when you're tricky, no one just knows. It's like what what queen wouldn't say I was supposed to win that one day too. No, but seriously, I've never heard. No. I've never heard a queen who no, said, this I should have beat them girls in that one day platform? too. You know how much work I did for, to push my platform? One would, one would say, no matter how much work you did, it doesn't mean it's more credible or less. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, me and you are going to make a brick, right? And I'm going to take two years because I want this brick to be excellent. I want it to be like supreme level brick. You take two minutes to make this brick. You literally pour the concrete, press it, call it judge. And me and you both selling this. And I'm selling this brick that's supposed to fulfill the same purpose as your brick. And I'm saying this brick is going to cost $100 because it took me years of determination. You're going to sell your brick for $1.50. Unless that brick got supreme on it. (laughs) Listen. Listen. So I'm just saying like... My head supreme. (laughs) (laughs) Stabbed. I remember on the night, I was fine. Okay, some, some, I was like, okay, these, some could go anywhere. Like, you know, certain things could go anywhere, and it was a toss-up. Even the crowd was saying, Nikiro. I was like, how, out of all, I was like, I don't know how I am in platform, and I did so much work with my platform. But I'm going to leave that alone. I was you grateful. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> you did not leave it alone at all. He's like, Stephen, listen to me. I was supposed to win that. I don't know how. Listen. That was a flaw in the system, Stephen. You know what I did? You know how much I sacrificed? I'm t- <laughs> that was a Spider-Man lane, by the way, not to say no, that I don't about anything. You know when it's serious? Yeah, I probably shouldn't say we're gonna edit this whole thing. <laughs> say it at your own behest. Somebody post after I did my final walk video. Uh-huh. Somebody post someone like, me um <laughs> Nikira did so much in that year than some ministers do in the term. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, you see. <laughs> Look at you not so, so, so Nikki, what are you doing? You're running for politics now? Never. <laughs> you can't say never. Okay. You can't say it never. It is the, the thing is, you know, you know why I would say not to say never. Not because you don't have I mean you might not have an uh, ambition for it now, but sometimes, and I think maybe this is how we should make politicians, is that if you're gonna go into politics, you should want 
to you know you have something that you want to achieve not just making money or just for the vibe Absolutely. but you have like just like you say you have a platform you have something that you're so passionate about and you want to see push the country I forward i think i would love level. to push the country forward i would i'm all about community and mm. development sustainability and you know all that good all stuff all the buzzwords but <laughs> politics come with yeah, it does it awakens a different level of beast. Yeah, because it's a competition. And it's it a, takes. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a. Um, a like me contest. Yeah, and pageantry. You know, you do it for a little bit. <laughs> and then you go. Out. And you go, and you could be yourself, and still push what you want to push. I also do feel like just to comment on that. Like I do feel that people connect with genuine people like and it's sad that I agree. genuine people are usually very charismatic when you like them like yes like like i don't think about, like let's talk about jennifer like jennifer lawrence right jennifer lawrence is is very awkward yeah like just like it, it i don't know it's it's cute and adorable because it's so relatable right but you find that that's not a trait that a lot of people might have like it's very difficult to be said be yourself but i'm a recluse so being myself is not gonna really allow anybody to like me. I've often you know what thought I mean? like, about politics, mm -hmm. but what if I'm shy? I have good intentions, but I have grown. I'm shy in public speaking, uh -huh. but I'm not there to be a politician. At least that's how I feel about myself. Like you're One. young, you're like a young person. The other thing is most politicians are forty plus. Who said a politician had to be 40 No, plus? I said more. I didn't say I had. know. I said most politicians are 40 plus. But. It's 50 plus, actually. We'll see. I mean, I might be in a different space when I get there. I don't think I'm that far off, but. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, again, it's like. Okay. But, 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 Stephen, like, when it comes to family, politics don't only scrutinize you. Oh man, it is terrible on your whole your whole is entire your, network, your whole circle. Yeah, your your entire circle. Yeah. And for me, when I look at politics, I have to look at all those different elements. I don't I can't think about it, you know, from a self standpoint. I mean, yes, I want it would be bigger than me. It would mm -hmm. be for the country, be for the community. But I also have to look about these people who will be affected and who don't want that light on them. Let me ask you a question. When you when you were choosing to go into to pageantry, because pageantry, I guess it brings its own sort of like public, you yeah. know, you know, you know, exposure. Mm -hmm. Like, did you did you consider the people in your circle that I mean, how they would feel about it? Huh. Win, lose, or draw? When I enter, I my family was more concerned than their feeling how they would be affected. They were more you. concerned about me and how it would impact me mm. and how I would deal with it if I'm okay. How is it going? It, it, it wasn't... It wasn't like we don't want to be... Yeah. It, all my close family members, it was more about how am I dealing with it? Mm. Because if you know, like, it was, it was very traumatic for me. So, like, going back into it, it was like, 
putting myself back in that position. But was it was it worth it? I mean, in in totality, was was the experience, was the sacrifices, were the sacrifices, were the um, not financially, but every other sacrifice, absolutely. Not financially, meaning it was financially difficult. Yeah. I wouldn't say difficult mm -hmm. because, fortunately. I live home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> they came out, listen to me. <laughs> but hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess, okay, so this is. Remember, we just talk about one standpoint. Remember, we just talk about the gym, eh? We God. just talk about the gym. The gym and the train, I still have to eat. Um, I still have to pay bills. Um, I mean, the prep for the show. I'm guessing prep. that was also very so financially we demanding. Makeup for every event. For me, remember, our year we was everywhere. Every single year, yeah, because they were coming back after mm -hmm. a year of nothing. So it was every single year, everywhere you turn, the girls, we was there. The girls, for, so the ladies. Talk, yes, so you're talking about makeup. For all the, cause coming and we had a good year, so you have to. It's like you have to be on point. Wow. It's not like I can't do my makeup, like makeup sessions and mm -hmm. um, like little developmental sessions. Yeah, I would do too. But if I have like a cocktail, yeah, man, you gotta get shoot, professional. I have to get like you know, those things takes coins. <laughs> those are just makeup. Then outfits. Outfits. I'm not a hot girl. Right? Mercury is a hot girl, man. Stop Naturally, lying to the audience, man. Not pageant hot girl. <laughs> I am sneakers, jeans, and t-shirt. T-shirt, hot girl. Here down. Here down, hot girl. Right? <laughs> Pageantry. Not, I don't think that's hot girl. I think that's like very regular girl. <laughs> you cannot be a hot girl in exactly. jeans and t-shirt. When, when I came back, uh -huh. I had three pair of heels. <laughs> Three pairs of heels? Three pairs of heels. Oh, I had, no, that's not nearly enough to get you a pageant season. I had one for one black pair for like, you know, heels for going out and I feel like they could have go with everything. <laughs> okay. I had two totally. different work pair of heels. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so that's a whole wardrobe. So it was like a whole wardrobe. Luckily, my aunt helped me. A lot with mm -hmm. my wardrobe, but it wasn't. It helped a lot. I was twenty five percent. The next seventy five percent, I had to like order clothes. Oh and then you God. know, initially, I felt like you know, I could just mix and match. Mm -hmm. No. Naturally, I wear neutrals: uh -huh. white, black, gray, beige, brown. That's not gonna do. Those are. Yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna that's not gonna work. and when i started picking up outfits that's the colors i mean i would get like cute short puffy but they would still be neutral but they would colors. still be neutral and you ordered neutral colors so that you could you could mix them together and, and, and when i finished with the show then you could use them i still. could use them that's not how this works <laughs> that's so not how it works my chaperone had also to start picking out some clothes for me. Uh -huh. oh so my. we had to I had to get clothes to be a pageant girl. That also took some coin coins. I was also doing therapy weekly, 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 
every week. So, if you know therapy, therapy is also not cheap. That took coins. coins. Then, you want to be all in when you're going in for a show. So, and <laughs> hiccups happen in show. So you might get one swimsuit and it just doesn't work. Or you need to, and you need to see them on you to see how they look. That is so, not cost efficient at all. So you might get multiple stuff. Or my, my shopping will give me the option to say, we can get this. But we could also get this. two. Other but, thing. you know, it just depends on your finances. What, though, which was very eye-opening, I used all my backups. So none of the main things that None of the first choices... Choice worked for you. Not necessarily that they didn't work. They just... The backups beat the, the first choice. So, so when you said when you said backup, so like if okay, so you. Like, so let's so say you, I had one swimsuit first. Uh -huh, you ordered another one. I got another design and maybe like another color. And that one was better. And that one was better, maybe fit better. Wow. So in terms of like like not elegant, in terms of evening wear. So it, is that the same sort of process? I had process? the same thing. But, but these dresses ain't really expensive? Very, very expensive, which is, that's why I say it's up to the client if they want to be all in, if they want, because that's going to be on you now to go into your pockets to be like, you know, I think I'm going to get this back up. Is, is, this a, is this a sentiment that maybe they need to reevaluate how much they give? Because you, you as a contestant would have gotten some sort of money ahead of time to prepare for that the was, show. That was... To me, it helped with maybe it's because I wasn't a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it just helped Ooh. with the journey, the not journey. necessarily the prep for the show night. It helped prep. So it helped with my gym expenses, my clothes, the makeups, mm -hmm. um, maybe therapy. Maybe, no, that uh, that was like in my budget. Definitely okay. That was outside. So yeah, that's outside. So so like all these things adds up. Mm -hmm. They add up, and so what, what about so the the evening wear and those things? Those are things that you have to had to handle. Are those are things? Well, that, the backups I handled. Okay, but the main things, at least that might have been able to. But then, but, I mean, it just depends on you. I don't think the the money that I got. <clears throat> would have covered everything even yeah it wouldn't have covered everything even if the backups weren't included even if the backups weren't included uh, not not if they would not have because out of my own pocket wow i spent probably 30 grand out of my <laughs> own pocket i mean five to five thousand dollars on a pageant is ridiculous i know but after adding up everything i probably spent 30 grand there is no way. I am not kidding. Initially, my chaperone was, you know, put save some money, put some aside because, you know, for wardrobe, you know, just in case we get backups and stuff like that. But 
but that would be dependent on your career like that's it, not absolutely that, that has and that's why i said do... like for me i think because i was living home and i'm still living home mm -hmm. um, you didn't have that least i that, didn't have that that over that and that... my mother i think she just we we were all in with... that it was just like handle what you need to handle and i'll deal with yeah, Making it was sure like I had this and a lot of stuff that maybe just fell through. Maybe you had had to fly in people because they didn't finish this. It was it was it was a wreck. Incredible. On my own, you know, flying designer. Maybe there was. God darn. You know, some people maybe was a little bit scamish. You know, like different things just happen. You gotta navigate, and you gotta, you gotta navigate, navigate them and it's just like. When you're like two weeks out, a week out from the show, like you gotta yeah, do what you, you gotta, gotta do. do what you gotta do. Like you Props don't, yeah, you don't mm. like sacrifice so much. You don't put so much in. It's just like That's okay, whatever. Cost. That's yeah. the sunken cost fallacy. So most of the expenses mm. came like at the latter half of the journey. Like when when it's like hey, nothing you could do. It's like and the funny thing is when I was entering, somebody a past contestant who mm. did not want, she was like, she took a ten thousand dollars loan to enter her show, right? Wow. And when she was talking to me, I was like, $10,000? That's ridiculous, $10,000? And here it is, I spent a whole 30000 30, Jesus, yeah. peace. So, and then the winnings were like, Ugh. I did not even break even half. With the winnings. With the winnings. But, if you go to pageantry, it's not, if you're going in to win and all in is not to make it's a profit. It's not to make a profit. But then but then but then but it's you might not go in there to make a loss either. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely again going in to make a loss. But I would say when you're going in pageantry, I would say you much more break even. You're going in for the experience. If you win. If you win. <laughs> but even if you don't win, you should be able to capitalize on the journey. Cause it's definitely once you have like a good team is significant when it comes to personal development. And that's why I say like, I would do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the finances was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the person that I've transformed into throughout that journey, mm -hmm. like. It was worth, it was it was worth, worth the investment. It. it was worth the investment. So, I mean, I mean, is so in totality. So. Because that was the pageant night, but your reign, I mean, summarize that reign for me. Because you did, you did do a quite a bit of things. I mean, did you accomplish what you wanted to do in terms of having a platform to spread yeah. financial literacy? I mean, I had a project, Dance on a Budget. I didn't get to go to, like, as many dance groups as I wanted to. But I went to, like, the biggest or uh, most well-known dance groups. Mm -hmm. And uh, which was kind of like assigning different moves a certain amount of money and then there was given like a budget mm -hmm. and then you had to use these moves and make sure you know it do, you don't go over your budget and like you would play like different games if you could spell this word in dance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you could get like a little extra money like so different you incentivized things. it yeah so it was it was like really really fun mm -hmm. i i enjoyed doing it um then we had uh, i did so many things steven I had a webinar with the industry of chamber and commerce. commerce. Mm -hmm. I went to Washington Archibald High School also to talk about financiality. I had the discussion with Skoniper. Mm -hmm. I 
traveled with JCs for the convention, talk about financial literacy. I had the collaboration with the ECCB to do the financial information month. Um, oh my god. Let gosh. me ask a question. I had camps like like it was It was a lot. It was it was a lot. I did I did uh, quite a bit. And I would do like little tidbits here and there on social media, media. in terms of yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this question. Um with the exception of maybe like the JCs, you know, going away stuff, like do you feel honestly that all of this stuff that you accomplished that you would have been able to accomplish without the pageant? You know, <laughs> this is very debatable again. Correct. It's only perspective. My person, therapist, mm -hmm. she would say, yeah. She felt like I didn't need it to accomplish what I needed to. Mm. I feel like it was a great platform for me to push it. One, just coming back from school. Nobody really know me that much. Some people know me, but, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not a very... It, weren't, wasn't it wasn't a very popular <laughs> person into, and not a glam girl. Mm -hmm. So, and then coming back from school, you know, building up. It would... Not saying, like, I wouldn't be able to make me Mac. It might just... It Take might, a lot longer. yeah, it would have just taken a little bit longer in terms of like pushing financially with the pageant. It just made it a lot easier, yeah. Like, and, and give me a jump, it. Yeah, yeah. It gave me, it gave me like a jump start, so I wouldn't say like I wouldn't have been able to accomplish everything, but it just gave me a jump start. Also, it forced me because usually when you have that your time mm -hmm. to do things on your own time like you, you'd be like oh i'm gonna yeah. do that next your month on it, yeah. oh my man you know bye but like when you'll be like you know you just have this year to do this and to do that and you you need to push this like it forced you to be like i gotta get this done yeah. and it also have but i have this thing where things have to be like perfect mm -hmm. you know to, yeah, to I mean, like you done. see it when we're playing games, like, correct, like correct. it's just like every uh, move, oh, every move, I over analysis, paralysis, yeah. And it happens like all the time, mm -hmm. even when it comes to like making decisions as simple as like ordering stuff, yeah, it comes up. So, but with like a deadline, a timeline, it, like yeah. it, it forced me to like be like, yeah, you need to do this, you need no, to get yeah. this done, yeah. So, I feel like having this show definitely did that for me because. Not having that timeline, I might have waited like five years. Uh, I, might, I definitely also wouldn't have get, gotten the exposure and the opportunities that I've gotten like in such a short space of time. Nikiwa Nichols. Guys, we've been speaking to Nikiwa <laughs> Nichols. I mean, me and Nikiwa could probably sit down here for two more hours. <laughs> probably. But we're not going to. Um, but Nikiwa, thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate the candor. I appreciate the fact that you're very honest. I feel like Nikita will just be like in your face honest. Nikita will call <laughs> figures and so. Like, well, yeah, it did cost bam. It's like, what the hell? I mean, Break if we get stereotype. So people get like a realistic, realistic view. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, I was all in. Mm -hmm. It might not take that much, that that much, much yeah. for somebody else, but for somebody else, it I might would take say more. it could take more because I know people who. I'm way more extra than me. Correct. And would go, and would, would be go, willing. Be willing to, to spend to yeah. do whatever they to, have to, to do. Whatever it takes, yeah. But 
I would say save at least, I would say save $10,000. To just get through the whole Jesus piece. To get through your journey or if you're talking about if everything. If the committee can, maybe just up yeah. the, the prep fee or the preparation money. Yeah. By some amount, so that yeah, at you, least they could cover I mean, everything. We haven't even talked about the persons that we have to thank mm. for, because I personally believe in showing gratitude. It might not necessarily be like giving them cash, but it might be doing something nice, nice for, for them. them yeah. Maybe giving them this, this dinner, um, trying a little party, I appreciate um, giving them a card with some money. Something. It could be, you know, maybe Stephen into tech. Maybe I say. Here is an Amazon gift card for a memory the card. The iPad that your partner bought that you don't you no know? longer use. You just pass it off. All these things. But I'm joking, I think please don't do that because I don't want to upset them. I think it's very important to show appreciation, show appreciation to, your to your team or anybody system. who has helped you along the journey because it, they really didn't have to. This is why you're the, you're the queen. Now, people don't think like that. Nekiva, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm your host. I've been here with Nikira Nichols. I'll still call her Queen Nichols because, you know, we kind of have like a preference, no offense to anybody else. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening as usual. Peace. No, no gang, gang signs. signs. Ah! <laughs>